Hello everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is February 10th, 2020. And as most of you know, the purpose of the webinar is twofold. To introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles and also to create a platform for those people who are already members of Triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform planetary consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of lines of lighted, loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation, a world prayer, is sounded in order to release and circulate the energies throughout the entire network and releasing them into the consciousness of humanity, touching all open hearts and minds who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day and can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So if you resonate with this idea of planetary service and are willing to commit to doing the practice every day, we encourage you to consider forming a triangle and you can find possible triangles partners by filling out a brief form on our website, triangles.org which gives you permission to enter into a secure website. Also on our Triangles Meditation Group um, Facebook page, you can find people who are willing to form triangles. And also right here on the webinar in the chat box, if you place your name in the box, it's more than likely that two people, two other people who are participating here will agree to form a triangle with you. And there's some confusion, but I wanted to clarify that, yes, it's possible to form more than one triangle. Of course, it's fine just to form one, if that's your preference. But yes, you can form more than one triangle. And many people choose to link up with their triangles partners all at the same time. And that's certainly fine. So before we go any further, let's just begin with a brief visualization followed by a sounding of mantram. Let's link with each other, lifting our consciousness to the mental plane and holding it there steadily. Now look out over the world, seeing it as one of light, 
with here and there points and centers of intensified light. See the energies of this network of light pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. Regard the group within the planetary network as a channel among many channels, transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine the potent energy of love pouring through the network of light stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsating energies into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. After our meditation today, we have the fortunate opportunity to hear from James Mills again. So we welcome James and very grateful for his very interesting presentations. So we'll just start now with a few thoughts about the opportunity before us now at this time of distribution of the Aquarian full moon energies which dovetails so well with the sign of Aquarius itself, which is, as we know, a sign of the distribution of the energies of life. That's its keynote. And one of the techniques or tools that we've been given in esoteric astrology in order to work more effectively with the available energies 
is to bring in the energy of the opposite sign to the sun. Generally, this technique is advocated for each of us as individuals, incorporating into our lives the qualities of the opposite sign to our sun sign in order to become more whole, more complete. And in an astrological chart, this point opposite to the sun is called the earth point. <clears throat> and this earth point is powerful, as it's said to represent the monad, the point that focalizes the spiritual will, grounding spirit in matter. So too, if we apply this technique more broadly in the service of the planet as a whole, we can work particularly at each full moon period to bring in the energy of the sign opposite to the sun. And in this case, the sign of Leo, the opposite sign to Aquarius. We can visualize then the etheric field, <clears throat> the energy body of our planet and of our energy bodies and the triangles network all being flooded with this Leo-Aquarius combination of energies. And it's interesting to note in this regard that the period of intensification of the light, which was mentioned last week, the Tibetan tells that this, is, that this intensification is indeed related to an intensification of our receptivity to the energy of the sun, but also an intensification of the light that's emanating from the earth itself. So if we can work more consciously with the energy of the opposite sign every month, we can aid the process that is needed to bring the planet into the light. And this particular alignment with Leo and Aquarius can serve to integrate humanity, Leo being the sign of integration, integrating humanity into a unit that can then extend to bring in the Aquarian the opposite polarity, the sense of universality. A blending which perhaps can be beautifully understood by pondering the ancient phrase, having pervaded the entire universe with a fragment of myself, I remain. As aspiring white magicians, we can attempt to keep this synthetic bridging opportunity in mind, breathing in the energies of the Earth's etheric field, the energies of Leo, qualified by solar fire, fostering human aspiration. And we breathe in this fiery aspiration and strong mental focus of Leo, and then we breathe this energy out into the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, into the planetary heart where it can be purified. Then we can pause and breathe in the energies of Aquarius, pouring in from the sun, fostering the sense of spaciousness, universality. And as we blend the two, we breathe them out into the planetary network. This particular Leo Aquarian channel that's being created now is related or is a vehicle for the entry of the fifth ray. We might envision therefore 
a giant bridge uniting the earth and the sun, through the meeting of which this fifth ray of concrete science and wisdom can pour forth into our planetary life, helping to find solutions to our many problems through the intermingling of the minds of men and women everywhere. This mixing and blending, which is so sorely needed at this time, transforms individual self-interest into the individual who's devoid of that interest by the growing potency of the soul and who works to evoke the soul for the good of the group. The many self-assertive people in the world today can then be counterbalanced by aiding the many servers within the new group who are dedicating themselves to service. This transformative process of moving from the separative, isolated individual self-assertiveness into the growing group service is beautifully highlighted in this symbolic passage from the destiny of the nations. The lion <clears throat> begins to roar. He rushes forth and in his urge to live, he wields destruction. And then again, he roars and rushing to the stream of life drinks deep. Then having drunk, the magic of the waters works. He stands transformed. The Leo disappears and he bears the water pot and it stands forth and he starts upon his mission. So now let's work together with our meditation. And I just wanted to say that I'm sorry, I won't be able to sound the ohms today because of some throat laryngitis that I've been going through. So we'll sound the ohms together silently. Let's link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this triangles meditation group. We invoke the spiritual will, the highest center, Shambhala. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men.
using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Now visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to the inpouring energy of love.
Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work to be done by the words as they're poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the triangles network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light, 
within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now I'll turn the platform over to, to you, James, and I'll unmute your microphone. Thank you, Kathy. That's, oh, there you are. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Good evening, everyone, or good afternoon. Um, I hope you can see my screen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Um, so this is a... Uh, follows on from a, a, a couple of talks I've done um, in relation to these two symbols, the New Age symbol and the triangle symbol, and finding um, connections between them because they seem to be almost like twins. The one seems to inform the other. Um, so this is it. It's, it's, this, the talk is, is a story, really, because uh, it's speculative. Um, so it's the speculative story speculative story of the birth of a life form from a geometric perspective. So as an aid to this, I have an animation which 
I am going to start and basically I will pause it every now and again as I read my, my script. So to begin with, this is the story of a birth of life in form. The first unit of life appears in time and space and through a process of division, the one becomes the two. From the primal unity, duality is created. This second unit of life then travels out to a point some distance from the first and through this we have a linear relationship between them. Through this relationship and the tension between these units there comes into being two spheres or circles of influence measured by the radius of the distances between them. These two circles intersect in two places above and below the horizontal created by the relationship establishing the primary four directions in space. I just let that appear. So we have above, below, side to side. The vertical and horizontal lines intersect in the center of the common space between the two lives and their circular worlds. From this center, they create a third circle or world in the vesica interspace between them. The vesica is this kind of fish-shaped space in between the two uh, circles. They seek relationship that is not oppositional, but transcendent and outside the sphere of their limited lives. And they do this by connecting um, at the furthest point from um, themselves. So that's how, as I see it, the triangles come into being. So you have these two lives with this tension between them, and then they meet at these transcendent points, which are the intersection of their two spheres of influence. So, um, through the creation of this third circle, two more lives are born within the circle's perimeter. So, as I see it, through this intersection between the axes in space, you can imagine that you might create then the children, as it were, of these prime, these two primary forces here. So these life forms are sort of subsidiary and they form one unit and they go through their own evolution in the same way as their parents. So they create their own little world and they explore it in the same way and they intersect with the triangular relationship. So there you have a, a fourfold uh, figure with uh, four life forms and of course, like any family, they would start to intersect through their um, through through their connections with each other and with the uh, the forms that they, they the family environment, I guess you would call it. Um, so I said here, this third family circle is important later on in the consciousness process because this this space here, this intersection of all these lines is happens within this vesica that I talked about earlier, um, which relates to the new age symbol um, when we come to it uh, later on in the uh, talk and the birth of the pentacle star in the new age symbol seems to be located within this, uh, this space, this circle. So, um, Thus a fourfold figure or organism is now created with four intersecting circles around a common third circle. Time passes and this organism goes through a crisis, crisis or crises 
due to the tension growing between them, between the pairs of opposites of lives under the law of cycles. Thus, these lives extend their awareness beyond the limits of the family circle into the unknown areas of their common world. And in time, these triangular relationships develop and mature, allowing all four lives to find the common center of each triangle through a series of intersecting lines or relationships. So all, all those really mean is that they gravitate towards the centroid of each um, triangle. So you can see they move towards the centroid of each triangle. So it's like a finding a different center of being within their little worlds. So in a way, this is a kind of unity, a kind of integrated unity. And from this point, um, they establish their own qualitative, uh, their own qualities within their triangular worlds, each one overlapping, but uh, unique in, in themselves. And, and so I've, mm. I've put a, a color um, and I've also thought of it in terms of the four directions and the uh, elements of the uh, fire, water, earth and air as being um, those um, qualities. Um, so four new centers of life were established. At this stage, they are developing unique qualities of the four elements, fire, water, earth and air. Although there is an integration and more awareness for these four lives, they are still in opposition to each other. And over time, perhaps passing through another, another cycle or many cycles of crisis and tension, these four lives seek a union within a common center coming into harmony or communion. So if I just run that, how I see it is you would get this integration amongst into the common center, which is right at the center. And so we have the 12 pointed star and obviously that has many different characteristics, but the two I've highlighted are the number of concentric squares and also this inner um, 12 sided figure, which I have um, given the, uh, the quality of the etheric, the fourth, the ether, the fourth, um, sorry, the fifth element in the, in the, in the, in the five elements. And I, I think it's, it's, quite important to see this inner etheric circle or sphere which exists inside the matrix of the star as having the distilled potency of all that has gone before. So it's like almost like the summation of those four intersecting lives, which is kind of an interesting thing to think about in terms of the etheric. Um, and if we view these relationships in the context of the New Age symbol and the triangle symbol, Simple. We have thus established the large Syrian cross, which you'll see later on um, is in these. This is the cross, the cross of the big white cross of Sirius, um, uh, where the four original circles intersect, forming the four primary directions. And then if I run this further, we can see that the other three triangles fade out at some point. And what we're left with is a um, the upright triangle, which you could say is like the, um, the the full personality or the integrated personality of that life uh, form, um, which uh, relates to the um, yellow triangle of hierarchy or Buddhic consciousness in the New Age symbol. 
Um, one could also look at the 12 pointed star in terms of its uh, astrological connections, but that's a subject for another talk sometime. Um, then from here, I've shown the expansion of a, of a, of a, a diamond, which um, relates the four points of the cardinal cross with, the, with each other and within that a circ a, a, an inscribed circle, which um, you can see there. And I've, I've called that the circle of the will because it relates to the circle of Shambhala. And at this point, because it's part of an animation, I've also um, uh, highlighted the um, three planetary, interplanet, well, extraplanetary um, entities which are supporting the world teacher in his work within um, the, the, the realm of human living and the, this planet. And um, they relate, relate to the avatar of synthesis, um, which is a being at the top here, designated at the top of the triangle. The lower right point being the spirit of peace down here, and the um, the bottom left-hand corner being the, the Buddha, the Lord Buddha. Um, and so from here, we can expand then the circle of golden light, which is the Shambhala uh, disc. But before we let it expand all the way to the edge, <laughs> where it should be. I just want to highlight its position in relation to the, oh, oh come back. <laughs> so uh, I just want to relate it to the, um, the, the formation of the pentacle star, which is, um, is uh, according to the um, Foster Bailey's article, um, this is the uh, symbol which has been used by the world teacher of the Christ uh, for the last 2000 years. And you can see, it sits within this vesica, this vesica we talked about earlier, which was the uh, circle of the family of, of units of life. Um, so it, it has a kind of primary importance in the fact that you have then this inner circle within the pentacle star, which then has this little uh, cross, which is almost like a kind of a, a, a reflection of the cross of Sirius standing behind it. So, um, I've said here, in geometric terms, this means the creation of a new five-sided polygon circumscribed within this circle from which the pentacle star is then generated. There is therefore created through the intersection of the five vertices of this star, a common space um, at the center of the system relating to all the geometric forms. So if you think about it, this pentacle star really is a kind of like a master symbol within the context of the whole geometric symbol as far as it's unfolded uh, up till now. We can then draw a new circle inscribed within this inner pentacle uh, space. This establishes the location of the small white star of discipleship for the Aquarian age right at the heart of the inner etheric circle of life. Um, and then if I continue to run the animation, I have then uh, brought in the um, new age symbol so that you can see its relationship. So the pentacle star, the yellow triangle, and then the cross. Uh, and then from here, I've brought in the 12 pointed star of um, the, the triangles, uh, 12 pointed star, which will, uh, and also the structure of those stars 
as they relate to the um, the cross in the background. So let's just run this. So you have the first the the outer star, which is the first twelve pointed um, the first uh, interconnected um, four triangles, and then born out of that comes the second one and the third one, the inner one. So you have this this triplicity of of um, triangles which are rather beautiful uh they create rather a beautiful pattern and i just wanted to make the point uh, for the mathematician mathematicians amongst you that the relationship of the <laughs> inner um star to the intermediate and to the outer star it it forms a um a series of numbers which is a geometric series of numbers um two four eight sixteen and so on it's like a doubling um so that I think is as far as I want to run this uh, with commentary because if you go any go any further, it's just um, really uh, the rest of the animation is a kind of a an elaboration of what I've just talked about, and should, to show all the different relationships in color and form with my with my music. So um, just to finish off, I I wanted to um, go back to uh, this this. Um, these relationships, these uh, circular relationships, which happen in this uh, across the Syrian uh, cross. And um, I, I thought about the whole idea of making music from the symbol. And so I thought about a monochord, which is a, uh, an instrument with just a single string, which you uh, they, they used to use in the Pythagorean school um, to, uh, to generate musical harmony. So I've just I'll just uh, read what I've written here. Returning to the subject of my last talk, which was about the relationship of the inner circles within the center of each of the three nested stars in the large Syrian cross. If we now consider the vertical axis of the cross as a monochord, a musical instrument that has one string strung along its length following the Pythagorean tradition, we can divide the length of the vertical axis as the string into various lengths to shorten the frequency of the notes to create musical intervals. So I have a, uh, there we go. So I have a diagram here which shows that. Um, I won't go into too much detail on it. You can read about it um, later on, but basically I, I um, took uh, three of the notes that were generated from, the, from this monochord symbol, um, the F sharp, the B and the C sharp, and I created a rhythmic uh, accompaniment on my guitar, uh, which I then improvised over to create the song uh, with words. And so I hope this adds a more synthetic and intuitive perspective to this um, exploration. So without much more ado, I will now play it.
symbols of a proud will now Thank you so much, James. That's really beautiful. Um, I hope that you could make a recording of that because it was a little bit difficult to hear. This, this, uh, this sound was a little bit down. Um, so if you could make a recording, that would be so great. Then we could uh, share it. On well, it's, it's on YouTube. So oh, it is. You could send me the link then? Yes. Yeah. So it'd be a bit better. Yeah, the sound on the... Uh, the PowerPoint's not brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, great. Um, well, we only have, you know, we have a few minutes left and I'm sure some of the participants would have uh, some thoughts they'd want to share. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, so uh, I've, I've stopped sharing my screen, so I guess you, you now have control. <laughs> okay. Seems like I should, but I'm not sure I have my PowerPoint anymore. I don't know where it went. Okay, I'll look. But um, you can probably see the chat box, so you can see if anybody yeah. has some. Yeah, I did. I did actually uh, on the YouTube video. I did put the lyrics of the song on there. So if if anyone wants to have a look at that, that's great. That would be fine. It's in the public realm. Um, bum, bum, bum. Um, it, it is kind of interesting um, that there does seem to be a, um, a, a definite, you know, co co cohesion between these symbols, and um, it, you know, it's. I'd be interested to if anyone's got any thoughts about um, the, the the kind of philosophical uh, insights into uh, into these various relationships. Yeah. Uh, I seem to have lost the chat box, but hopefully okay. you can see it. Can no, you see? I can see it. Okay. There are no massive questions. Oh, wait, hang on. Is it possible first to have downloads of the commentary? Yes, you've got the comment. Michael very kindly has done that. Um, so, yeah, it's always, a bit, it's always a bit difficult, isn't it? Once you've s seen a presentation, <laughs> it takes a while to absorb it before you can yeah. ask it. <laughs> yeah, and it's especially when it's like a nonverbal kind of presentation. <laughs> well, ho hopefully um, it'll, uh, I don't know, if it's on the website, then people will be able yeah. to YouTube and then, you know, you can make your own uh, minds up about it, really. But um, it was fun to do. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, bringing, trying to bring these things together, bring the, the kind of the right and the left side of the brain together. Yeah, it's wonderful to have your creative uh, thinking as part of this, this group. Mm. I'm sure it, it really helps to, for all of us to stimulate our working with the network in a new way. Well, I, I would be interested um, because what, this is a sort of prototype to do uh, a, a kind of a theatrical, um, um, my vision is to have a, a kind of a group of people who would actually walk these mandalas on on a on a kind of like a, in a in an arena and you would have mm. sound and color so it would be very aquarian <laughs> yeah that's, that's one day maybe one day who knows? hopefully yeah. yeah keep us posted i guess in the in the in the uh, sign of aquarius it probably is quite a, uh, it is you know it's that kind of seventh ray energy which um, we want to try and uh, get get yeah and with the fourth ray coming in um there's certainly going to be some powerful new art forms yeah. uh, coming in and, you know, certainly they're going to be beyond what we can imagine now. And so I'm sure this is sort of heading in that direction. Indeed, uh, VR, you know, virtual reality is something that um, I think will become quite a big player in that because in a way you, you can enter into a different three-dimensional, three you know, um, environment. Yeah. Great. Well, I don't think there are any. It's very nice. Thank you, everyone, for your for your comments. Um, don't think there are any sort of questions as such. 
All right. Well, just uh, really want to thank you again for all of the work you've done to present these things to us. And let's just end by a moment of silence to link up with the Triangles Network. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. All right.